We continue out with Masecha Sukkah, the third parak, the third Mishnah, um, parak Gimel, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalit. Arava Gzula Vyavesha Psula, really continuing theme from the first two Mishnayos, that an Arava, so a willow that is either stolen or fully dried out, Psula is invalid to be used as part of the Lulav, Shel Asher Vashel Irani Dachas, as we described before, either belonging to an Asherah, which was a, uh, a tree that was used for Avodazara, or a Irani Dachas, it was a city that should have been destroyed but has not yet been destroyed, Psula, uh, both of these. Uh, Aravos, both of these willows, would not be uh, allowed to be counted in terms of using the lulav. Nektam Rosha, as we discussed before, if the tip, uh, the very top of that willow is cut off. Uh, Nifritsu Alawa, if uh, the leaves are shriveled, uh, are, are, are severed, um, then that would be a problem. As well as if it came from a mountain willow. It doesn't necessarily mean that it came from the mountains. It means that the type of willow that the leaves, instead of being round and smooth at the ends, uh, they're serrated. So it's sort of like a knife. Um, and those types of leaves are not the type of leaves that we're talking about from the Arava that we'd like to have. And therefore that type, which is called a tzafzafa, is not uh, uh, permitted to be counted as part of the uh, kasha aravos for the kasha lulav. Kemusha vishinashru mitzas aleha vishal ba'al kishera. Then the Mishnah concludes and says, if it was partially shriveled or some of its leaves had fallen off, or if it was from ba'al, meaning from a, a field, it's kasher. So what, is it, what are we talking about over here? If it's partially uh, withered, if it's partially uh, some of the leaves had come off. At that case, as long as rove, the majority of it, uh, is still good, the majority of it is not uh, uh, withered, the majority of it have not had the leaves fall off, then it's a uh, fine love. And then here it has to define from the, from the field that is an acceptable um, arava, because it says, Arve eats nachal that uh, the Arava is supposed to come from the side of a brook. So here it comes from the middle of the field, and the field we know doesn't get its irrigation from the brook. It gets it through irrigation streams, which are separate from a brook. So would these be acceptable or not? And the Mishnah comes to tell us, yes, these would be acceptable. The key is the components of what an Arava looks like if it grows by a willow, and the same if it grows by a brook. And here this Arava that grows in the field has similar components to that which grows on the... uh, that grows by the riverbed. So therefore, it would be acceptable as an Arava. Going on to Mishnah Dalit, Rabbi Yishmael, the Mishnah Gimel is really a con, uh, continuation of Mishnah Aleph and Beis. Mishnah Dalit uh, takes us in a little bit of a different direction. <laughs> Rabbi Yishmael Omer, Rabbi Yishmael says, Shlosha hadasim ushtei aravos lulav echad v'asrog echad. That what makes what we colloquially call a lulav, when we want to take the mitzvah of lulav, what, what makes that, what defines that? So three hadasim, so three myrtle, shtea ravos, two willows, lula vechad, one palm branch, vetrog echad, and one esrog. That, uh, that defines, as we know, what a lulav, when we say to take a lulav, al natilas lulav, this is what we're talking about. Three hadas and two aravos, one lulav and one esrog. Afilush nine kitum vechad enokatum. And Rabbi Shemal continues and says, when you have three hadasim, all three do not need to have uh, a full tip. Two of them could be cut, and it would still be acceptable, because Rabbi Yishmael holds that Hadar does not record, is, is not uh, incumbent upon, is not obligated for the remainder, uh, remaining, uh, remaining 
excuse me, hadasim. Uh, one hadas, yes, but the other two hadasim, no. The other two hadasim are extra, so it's not uh, required. We'll get to the numbers of how we get to this in the first place, meaning three hadasim, two aravos, one lulav, one esrog, etc., in, in a moment. Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Tarfon says, Afilu shalash tam ketum. Rabbi Tarfon says, even if all three, he doesn't hold that hadar has anything to do with anything other than the esrog. We're certainly not having to do with the hadasim, and therefore, uh, even if the tip is, uh, is uh, not fully there, it would be kosher. And this is in direct contrast to the previous Mishnah on Mishnah Beis, which says that it needs to be there in Halach Lamaisa. We do pass him like Rabbi Tarfon, that even if all three Hadassim, the tips were uh, were uh, were and somehow uh, not there, uh, that they would still be kosher for taking for the Lulav. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Keshem Shilulav Echad Vesrog Echad Kachadas Echad Varava Achas. That, uh, that Rabbi Akiva quotes an opinion that we do not follow by, that, uh, that just as one, um, uh, lulav and one esrog, similarly so you only need one hadas and one arava, one myrtle and one willow. So let's talk about why Rabbi Yishmael says we need three hadas and two aravos, one lulav and one uh, esrog for the following reason. When it speaks about the hadas, it says anav eight avos, that, uh, that uh, three um, anav eight avos, so three different um, words describe what we're looking for. So therefore, it implies uh, that we require three different branches, uh, twigs of the uh, of the myrtle. When it talks about uh, the um, aravos, it says arve nachal. So arve means plural in halacha. When it says plural, and it doesn't define how many, so we'll assume that plural means two. It needs to have two. And when it says kapot tamarim, it says kapot and discussing what the palm frond looks like. Uh, kapot is spelled without a vav. It could be with a vav. It's spelled without a vav. And therefore, it could be read as kapat. Kapat would be singular, and therefore only one lulav. And the esrog, whenever we discuss the esrog throughout the entire Torah, is only referred to once. So again, for the hadas, for the myrtle, it says anav eitz avos. Uh, that uh, that uh, three words go ahead and define. So therefore, three twigs are required for the um, for the Aravo, so it says Arve Nachal, plural, and plural we know always means two unless other defined. And then Kapot, in discussing the Lulav, is read without a Vav, is, excuse me, written without a Vav, and therefore could be read Kapot, which would be singular, so therefore implying only one Lulav. And Etrog is always throughout the Torah only referred to in singular, so therefore we would uh, always uh, uh, assume uh, that uh, we're only talking about one Etrog.